Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. As promised, I am back with the art of mindfulness, and I'm doing a part three because right now in the winter solstice, this is so important for us as the year comes to a close and we're going to start a new year and the seasons are changing. This is a good time to take investment in ourselves, of course, and you probably have heard this in many other places, but in this book of the art of power, this is your personal power and we get to practice it. So I'm going to read on some more of the chapter of the art of mindfulness and um, Thich Nhat Hanh gives some more steps on what we can actually do for ourselves in the mindfulness journey. And how does this relate to Aikido? Everything, because everything you do, you have to use your breath um, for any any kind of movements, practice that you do. Everything is with the breath, because you're not just using force. You're using you're working together in alignment with the force of nature all around us. In all the techniques we do, as you know, Aikido is non-competitive, so. You're blending with the universe. You're blending with everything that's around you, even if it's something as an accident, if you're tripping somewhere on the floor, because the first thing you learn in Aikido is learning how to fall, learning how to roll out, how to protect your body. And, you know, there have been many stories of Aikidoists who were riding their bikes and then they get into an accident and they flip over a car and they come with maybe one or no scratches and they've been protected because of the practice. So here we are in our next piece of excerpt from The Art of Power by Thich Nhat Hanh on The Art of Mindfulness. Mindfulness is concrete. It can happen in a single breath. As you breathe in, keep your awareness with your breath. It may help to silently say, in, as you breathe in and when you breathe out silently say out with this simple act your mind comes back to your body and you are truly present it can happen in a footstep you invest 100% of your attention into taking a step allow your breathing to be natural don't force it or try to change it be aware of how many steps you take with your breath, your in-breath, and how many you take with your out-breath. If you're practicing inside at home, you can walk very slowly, taking one step for each in-breath and one for each out-breath. If you're at work or outside, you may want to take two, three, or four steps for each in-breath and each out-breath. It may help to say in, out, silently as you walk. For example, if you take three steps when you breathe in and four steps when you breathe out, you can say in, 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 out, 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 out. Keep your mind completely with your steps and your breath. This practice is very easy and profoundly effective. With mindful breathing and mindful walking, you can go back to yourself and be really present and alive. We'll be right back. 
welcome back, podcast listeners. Here we are back with the power of mindfulness, part three. So today is about practicing walking, and it's profoundly exciting, I think. Um, I'm sure some of you have heard of um, walking meditation. So, you know, I think the Buddhist monks practice this, but also in um, the monks in, in, the, in the, the Christian church as well, under that umbrella. And there's a certain group of monks, I can't remember at the moment, but there's a, a practice called, um, you, you do a sitting prayer, but you can also do walking prayer. But to me, it's all the same. <laughs> um, prayer, you focus on the word and you let it go, right? And um, same thing with meditation or if you're sitting down with zazen, you're not necessarily listening to a word, but I would highly recommend everyone take a class. Some some institutions offer free uh, opportunities to practice, and if you don't belong to a training hall or to a maybe a meditation hall, what have you, or there might be a donation required or a nominal fee. Um, it's nice to hear the different ways that people practice. So there's a difference between, you know, uh, Zen practice versus Tibetan practice. Um, eyes open, eyes closed, looking at a distance, walking, you know, a specific way. And if you're interested in furthering about how to learn how to do this walking, perhaps you can, you know, check out websites uh, that Thich Nhat Hanh um, has, you know, for his, I think it's Plum Village. Um, you can look that up to see if there are classes or you can go and visit. Maybe you can just kind of read some more of these books. So how does this work with Aikido? So Aikido, as I mentioned earlier, you do the techniques and everything has breath. And, um, I think, a lot of injuries come as a result of not connecting oneself with the present moment and, or, you know, maybe harmless injuries or injuries that are accidental, um, without colliding with another human or, or, or things or just kind of moving in, in opposite directions with, without harmony. And I agree that it is a quite a, a life long living practice to do this breathing especially now because everything we do with trying to keep to keep well and healthy and wearing masks it's really important to take the time out to breathe don't forget to breathe don't hold up your breath if you need to yawn please yawn drink lots of water keep your cells mobile because while we sleep your body is still working so with that, my dear friends, in this holiday season, stay well, stay happy, and above all, see you next time. <laughs>